Welcome back, everybody, to the episode of the Jay Stevens Podcast. This is episode number 99, dedicated to a man that made a name for himself down in Coral Gables, Florida, for the Miami Hurricanes, and then with the Tampa Bay and won a Super Bowl with the Buccaneers, Mr. Warren Sapp. And as always, thank you for listening and downloading to the episode of the podcast. On today's episode, we talk a little bit about NBA coming back, Major League Baseball can't get it together, Mamba mentality to end racism. But first, guys, guys, literally, guys, what I have seen lately is beautiful. Racism is a huge problem in our country, and it's beautiful to see so many people of so many races, of so many cultures, of so many countries coming together to stop this injustice, to, to stop this ill, this ill feeling, this ill will towards someone else simply because the color of their skin. Now, like I have said before, this isn't going to be it. This is not going to be just this one weekend, just this one day, or just this one week and a half, or this is just, this is not going to be it. This is not going to stop racism for the rest of time. But what we have done right now, there are way more people that are aware that black people do not have the same, uh, abilities and same, I would say it, freedoms that some other people do here in our country. And they're asking, wow, what do you mean? Like, I, I, I understand that. I, I thought I understood. But now that I am opening my eyes to what is going on in our country, I see things in a different light. I have had numerous white people, and I'm using race right now for illustration purposes because it is a big thing. And it actually speaks light about how some people that are even my friends that I have known for years think about things in America. I have had one person ask me, is white privilege uh, really a thing? And I'm not trying, I wasn't mad at him when when asking that. But I said, yes, it is a thing. And I used a, a silly illustration to some. There's a, there's a Marcus. There's a more, I mean, excuse me. There's a Michael. There's a Maurice. Um, both have a resume. Both put their resume in front of a, a, a gentleman for, for an interview. Michael gets pushed forward because of his name. Maurice gets pushed back, even though Maurice is a more qualified candidate because of the name that he was given at birth. He didn't ask for it. It was given to him in all his life. He wore his name proudly. And now all of a sudden, because of his name, he has been put in the back of the line, even though he should be put at the front of the line because of his name for a job interview. Very silly, but a lot of times that's what happens here in our country. I have had people come and ask me, um, is there anything that, that, is there anything that you need? I'm like, no, I am fine, guys. <laughs> I am fine. I have had numerous people check in and ask me, are you okay? I'm going I'm to give you a little insight on Jay right here. That episode that I did Monday, that was tough. That was very tough. Normally racist issues, racism, normally those kind of things, they're cool with me. I am fine with it. Uh, I'm not fine with racism, but I am fine handling them emotionally and mentally, and I'm fine dealing with them. But for some reason, the riots, the looting, and the name of black people, but it's not black people that are vandalizing this, these things and quote-unquote possibly organizing these riots and these loot and these uh, and the acts of vandalism all across the country. And so you're using that against white people, and I'm thinking, wow, this hits me harder than it ever has before. And I've been a mess, guys. I was going to be upfront honest with you with this episode. I have been, I, I mentally and emotionally, it has been very, very hard. And I appreciate the white people that have reached out to me and said, hey, man, are you okay? Hey, are you okay? Uh, maybe you should take a time off of social media. Because social media right now, for most people listening to this right now, it can be a cancer. It can eat you up from the inside out. And it's not very good for us to be on social media because the media... The media that I have been very, 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 very critical of, and I understand that with the podcast, I'm a part of the media, but with the media, the mainstream media, they have been putting nothing but negative 
thoughts into our mind for a very long time. And it's beautiful, guys. I'm, I'm going to try to be posit- positive today. It's been very, very beautiful to see so many people across the world. Like I said, about 13 countries, so many people across all 50 states, so many people of all different colors, all different races said, hey, man, that's my brother right here. That's my sister right there. Did you see that picture of George Floyd's daughter on top of Steven Jackson's arms saying, daddy changed the world. Daddy changed the world. And she, you, you don't, don't tell that girl nothing else. Don't tell that girl her racism is still here. Why? Because she believes in her innocence that her daddy changed the world. And young lady, I, I really believe and I hope your daddy changes the world. Because guys, this has to stop. It's beautiful to see my friends. It's beautiful to see your friends coming together on social media, coming together to to just band together and say, hey, man, we got a reaction now. We have a reaction that racism is wrong and racism isn't right. No policies have been ch- have been changed just yet. It's taken a little bit longer than anyone would like for those officers in Minneapolis to be charged, to move that charge from a third degree to a second degree for Mr. Derek Chauvin. But guys, it's beautiful. It's very, very beautiful that people are coming together and sticking up for what is wrong in our country. But it doesn't stop here. Let's keep this going. Let's keep this thing. Let's keep this thing moving. Let's keep everyone focusing and trying and and teaching everyone that everyone matters. But once we teach, once we first teach that black lives matter, we'll realize everyone matters. And I understand the all lives matters crew is trying to, is trying to denounce the black lives matter. I am not the kind of guy when I say all lives matter in my eyes, once all lives matter, then you know, everyone is equal. Everyone is the same. But I do understand there has to be an emphasis on Black Lives Matter right now because for the entirety of the lifetime of our country, even bringing black people over to America, black lives have not mattered. Guys, it's beautiful what's going on in our country, the awareness that's out there, but it doesn't stop here. Let's keep this beautiful sense, these beautiful acts, these beautiful things of people sticking up for people that have been put down their entire uh, being and their entire lifetime here on this country, here in this country for no, uh, for no doing of their own. Let's keep this going. Let's keep this moving because black lives do matter. Let's go ahead and take a trip to Orlando, Florida, because guys, 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 as long as everything goes well during this vote on Thursday, the NBA will be back very, very soon. March 11th, and I'm not going to give you a history lesson, I sound like a history teacher, March 11th, this is what happened on March 11th and how it impacted U.S. history, no guys, (laughs) I'm not going to be that guy, but on March 11th, it was big. I never, I never thought in my lifetime that I would see the NBA be suspended at all. I understand a lockout. It's unfortunate. I think lockouts can be prevented. But I never once thought that we would see the NBA be suspended due to a virus, due to anything, honestly. But March 11th, Rudy Gobert tests positive for COVID-19. Ultimately, the NBA is suspended due to Adam Silver's call. And no one knows what's going to happen next. All we know about this virus is, is what we see on the television screen from things that are going on overseas. All we know about this virus is what's going on uh, while we're reading in articles. Uh, the virus that was started in Wuhan, China. We don't know what's going to happen with this virus. So the NBA suspended it because, well, it was the fear of the unknown. Also, at the same time, there are videos going around, and I believe I posted this on the Instagram page of the podcast, 
that this was very, very similar in the reactions that happened uh, after March 11th, even into the uh, ensuing days and following weeks. It was very, very similar to the scene in Space Jam where the players were worried about catching something where their powers, quote-unquote powers, and skills would be taken from them. So they're wearing a gas mask, and the coach says, oh, let's go into the locker room. Oh, they have everything under control. The players are like, no, no, no. And Del Harris says, okay, cool. Let's go to the locker room. Let's do things your way. Let's go. Let's do things your way. And all the players put on the gas mask because they're worried about what's going to happen when they go onto the court. Well, guys, March 11th was a long time ago, and you know what? The NBA will be back very, very, very soon. And as long as this conversation, as these meetings, as these negotiations take place, and as long as they go well, like we believe they'll go well, and even Adrian Wojnarowski, I'm pretty impressed with myself for saying this name because that's a very tough name to say off the cuff. But I'm pretty sure, I, I'm pretty sure Woj, with the intel and with the sources that he has, he would not type out the details of this meeting and what they're going to be discussing at the end of this at the end of his tweet say the NBA is back I don't believe he would say that if he didn't believe 100% that the NBA would be back after the meetings on Thursday you know what right now with what's going on in our country I understand it's going to be in Orlando Florida the wide world the ESPN excuse me wide world of sports I understand it's going to be there it's not going to be in home stadiums but still it's basketball it's not pickup style, but it's going to feel like pickup style. You can say, Jay, it's going to look very, very similar to the old school Orlando Summer League. And I say old school. I know they haven't not. They, I know um, Orlando did host Summer League down there, uh, I think about two or three years ago before it all went to Las Vegas. I do understand that. But it still is going to be Orlando Summer League. That wasn't fun to watch. Yes, you're right. But those guys were not going to be in the NBA. Those guys were a little bit above college. Those guys were a little bit below the NBA. And they were not right there. It wasn't the typical. It was not the typical NBA style of basketball game. Especially when you're watching a game where there's just scouts and uh, team and team front office members yeah you're gonna say okay cool uh this is the fun to watch i understand that but you know what's going to happen you're going to have so many players come back that you haven't seen play before they're going to be so excited to play basketball they're going to be so excited to be around their teammates they're going to be so excited to be around their boys again it's going to be a rejuvenation of energy this is going to be a, a renewed uh life you may want to say to their basketball uh season basketball career maybe and they're gonna be saying whoa 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 Hey, man, it's ball. <laughs> hey, Spartan, I know we're going to get rid of you pretty soon, but I love you still right now. Like, I love you when we get done with you. Hey, Spartan, let's have a little love session right here. It's me and you, man. I know I got this Spartan back at home. I know I got Spartan. I got a few of them, few of them in my home gym. But, man, this Spartan right here, this Spartan basketball that I have hooped with my entire career, a LeBron James gets there, and then going to hold that ball, caress that ball, be like, hey, this is that game ball. This ain't my practice ball. This ain't the ball that my boys play with. This is that practice ball. This that game ball, and that game ball means something because everything that happens once that ball goes up and the ball is tipped, hey, this is amazing. This is something that I love, that I cherish because I, I love this game. You know, back in the 90s, there was a saying, NBA basketball is fantastic, and I know for a long time that has not been a thing. I have not said it here on the podcast because I really haven't talked much basketball. But you know what, guys? NBA basketball, it sure is fantastic. Yes, it is. And you cannot change my mind. Why am I so excited about the NBA coming back? Yeah, I have watched Korean baseball. Is it real baseball to me, the regular Major League Baseball? 
No. Is it fun? Is it okay to watch it in a full in a regular stadium size for baseball with no fans? Honestly, it, it's not that bad. Now I understand they pumped in a little crowd noise, just a tad. It's not your typical um dead air dry stadium, but it's not that bad, guys. NBA Orlando, let's make it happen. Now this is going to be a little bit different format. A little bit different format for what we're used to as far as the NBA playoffs. Um, different format for really resuming the, the season because nobody really knows. Nobody knew what was going to happen when the season came back. I was a, I was an, a big advocate of 16 teams coming back, maybe some scrimmage games or some uh, uh, training camp style games to where you're getting your feet under you, getting some run in. It's not game speed because you can't really simulate game speed, but it's still the aspect of players coming back to play basketball and to get in shape to play basketball. This 22-team format, there are going to be nine Eastern Conference teams and 13 Western Conference teams. So you're going to get the top one through eight from East from each conference and the West, uh, uh, nine, nine through 12 it is. Yes, that's the right math, Jay. Nine through 12, New Orleans Pelicans, Portland Trailblazers, San Antonio Spurs, Sacramento Kings, who also just lost their play-by-play man. That's a conversation for another day. Then also in the Eastern Conference, the Washington Wizards. Now, if I'm Bradley Beard, Beal, do I want to play? I don't know, but at the same time, you could play yourself, you could, you could play your way in to the playoffs. Why? Because there will be a play-in tournament. Now, this is going to be very, very interesting. And I know some of you guys are wondering, Jay, do you believe there's going to be an asterisk next to the champion? I will get to that conversation here in a second. But with this play-in, but with this tournament, this play-in tournament style, the eighth, there's a play-in tournament, play-in style game for the eighth seed. So it's not just like your regular East and Western Conference playoff bracket where one through eight in the East, one through eight in the West are right there and they are automatically in the playoffs. No, for this format, the 22-team format, there will be a training camp, there will be eight regular regular season games, and then the play-in tournament for the A seed, the ninth seed has to win is a double elimination. The A seed, it's a single elim- elimination. So basically you're saying it's the best of three style tournament. I don't know why these articles, I have read two articles, they both said the same thing. Guys, it's best of three. Most people in our minds, we have played enough basketball, we have played enough pickup games, we have played enough random games, we have played enough games uh, of baseball, we have played enough of uh, uh, backyard football, we have played enough sports recreationally to understand best of three. Or best three out of set, three out of five, or best four out of seven. You put me in a ping pong table, bro. It's best out of three sometimes. Why? Because uh, if I lose first, which is happen, which is it, it could happen. I'm human. I'm pretty good. At, I'm pretty good at ping pong. <laughs> Y'all can believe me. At ping pong. Hey, I got my paddle. I went to one dude's house one time at the church. Oh, it's a few years ago. He had his own. He had his own table in the basement. He ran the table. He didn't really talk trash, but he kind of talked trash in his own personal way. Hey, he got on that table. <laughs> Jay got went to his car, pulled out that baby. <laughs> that 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 paddle that had that black and red side with the special the special sticky material on both sides. <laughs> Use that English. <laughs> he couldn't stand a chance, baby. He couldn't stand a chance. It was tournament style. I met him in the championship game. I like, noticed it was after church, so I had a long sleeve shirt on. So I rolled my sleeves up a little bit. Had to get a little loose. Had to unbutton the second button on my shirt. And baby, let me tell you, Jay walked out of that house victorious yes sir he did jay walked out of that house victorious with a big old smile on his face now best of three a best of three so you're going to have eight regular season games you're going to have 13 western conference teams nine eastern conference teams and play in style 
to get to the to get to the AC to figure out who the AC is going to be. Then you're going to have the playoffs. Now, I'm to remind you this as well. So the, the, the NBA is planning on coming back first game July 31st. The NBA's final game, if it goes to a seventh game and the NBA finals, is going to be October the 12th. Game seven NBA finals, you also at the same time are, is going to have Monday night football, which is going to be the Chargers and the Saints. And let me tell you, I'm not getting on the Drew Brees stuff. I think my, my thoughts are going to stay with me. Uh, my thoughts may be a little bit different. But at the same time, Drew Brees in football, which, which is probably going to be his last season in the National Football League before the comments. Don't worry about that, guys. Don't, don't get hung up on the comments. Don't get hung up on what he said. Just look at, read, watch the whole clip. You may be amazed at what he said and why he said what he said. But with Drew Brees playing, this could be very, very, very well his last season with the talent the Saints have right now on both the offensive and defensive sides of the ball. And then the Chargers, a young team, they have a new quarterback in Justin Herbert, um, who they who they just drafted, trying to get some good run in and just propel this thing and get behind him to have him be the starter and leader of this team. Hey guys, Game Seven of the NBA Finals in Monday Night Football. Um, game seven means a lot. I'll probably be watching game seven, but there'll be a good chance. I will have two screens up in my home, one on my coffee table, one on my regular TV stand to watch both games. Why? Because Monday Night Football is special. Game 7 is special. Game 7 is more special. But I am not trying to miss no football this year, y'all. I am thirsty for sports just like you are. I am very, very, very thirsty for sports. And so if I can get two on at the same time, NCAA tournament style, I'm going to have a screen on the coffee table. I'm going to have the big TV up on the TV stand and watch both at one time. Now, there will be a time possibly that the volume goes down on one and up on the other. But at the same time, Hey, NBA, y'all know better than this one right here. I want to be as positive as I can today. Uh, Unfortunately, with what's coming up with the MLB, that may not, that probably will not be the case. But at the same time, guys, get it together. You had your option to squeeze this thing and condense this thing. There is no reason, in my honest opinion. There is no, no, no reason for the NBA to go into October that long when this is basically, you're in one spot. You're not like you're flying from uh, LA to Boston for the NBA Finals. You're all in Orlando. And right now, as I have heard, there is no talk of moving from Orlando to home stadiums in September or, uh, or August. Why? Because that's probably when football is going to come back with people in the stands. There is no talk of that. We're going to start this thing and finish this thing exactly how we started it when we resumed the season. NBA, y'all missing the mark, baby. Y'all really, really, really missing the mark. So many people have already complained about the NBA and the NBA's desire really to prolong things and to keep things out. It's very, very interesting. Some things here that I read uh, about players at this time in Orlando. Players are unable to shower in the arena. They would need to do so in their respective hotels. Bench players would sit in spread out rows. Inactive players would sit in the stands and no guest at all. No guest at all. Once again, I'll say it again for emphasis purposes. No guest at all all until the playoffs also there's another really interesting thing here about how disney uh, resort employees will be treated and this came right from an article on espn employees at the disney resort will have to maintain similar protocols for example no staff will be allowed into players rooms did y'all get that i don't know no staff will be allowed into players rooms and hallways will be carefully managed to avoid crowding sources ramona shelburne 
Guys, I only paused on that note staff will be allowed in the players' rooms because we know how these guys are. They're human, they're men, and they want to enjoy their women at times. Sorry if there's kids in, in the car. I should have I should have uh, prefaced that. That's my apologies, Dad, Mom. Don't get on me. Jason Wall, if you text me, hey, hey, man, if your kid's there, I, that's my fault for not warning you about that. But, yes, there we all know how men are. We all know what happens at nighttime when men want to enjoy themselves in their own personal way. So you're going to tell me that there's going to be no staff allowed in the players' rooms? Some of these players are going to be very, very creative. And you know there's going to be nightly checks. Hey, man, are you there? Hey, man, what's going on? And you know how it is when you get that knock on the door and there's someone in your room that you really don't want to, that you know shouldn't be there. You're trying to enjoy a good night. Hey, man, hey. I, I just want to hear these stories. I am here for these stories. You know, NBA players, they're going to have some stories about, well, uh, coach, man, I had to release myself, man. And I'm going to leave it ha, at that. NBA basketball, it's not only fantastic, it'll also be back very, very soon. Baseball, baseball, Major League Baseball. You guys remind me of the couple that is always fighting about something. Now, yes, they're fighting, but at the same time, there are some good moments. There are some good moments. There are some even really, really high moments. There are some high moments where things are going well. They end up having a kid, um, and things just seem like it just seems like they're the perfect match for each other. Like even though they had differences, it seems like things are always going well in this relationship. But for some reason, there the the tide turns and things go south. And when they go south, they go way south, way down, way far down, way far down. You're and you're looking at them like I just thought I thought you guys were just doing so well. I mean, I was talking to my friends and be like, hey man, you know so and so how they was really 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 doing going well. And man, that's that's quote unquote hashtag relationship goals as some of the kids may call it. Hey man, that's what I wanted for my relationship. I'm not a one right now, but if I was, I want what they have because that is special. I want what they have because they're a model of success. I want what they hold on, man. I don't want what they have. No, 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 no. I don't have what they have yet. Things are going well at one point, but all of a sudden what happened? Disputes happen. Hold on. No, 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 don't, don't, don't spend money on that. No, 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 don't, don't buy that car, that payment's too high. No, 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 that dress, no, I, I said no, I make the money here, I say no. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, we can't go on that vacation. The money that I once had, we're seeing less customers right now, and actually, all of our customers are coming via online because we can't have customers come inside of the store due to COVID-19. No, 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 you can't, you can't do that. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Junior wants to play Little League? We don't have money for Little League. What I just told you, the money isn't coming in the same, so I can't do this. You want to go on five vacations this year? I just told you, the money isn't right. I have some money in reserves. I have some money in some different accounts that you don't know about. Ha, surprise. But I have money in different accounts that you don't know about. I, 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 we can't go on five vacations. We can only go on... Come on, baseball. Come on now. Come on now. You guys had, the, you guys had a really, 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 really big opportunity. To fix the thought process and the opinion that a lot of sports fans here in America had about you, the players and the owners. Now, we know billionaire owners and millionaire players, there's always going to be a dispute because why? The owners are professional negotiators. They would not get that money if they were not professional negotiators. That's, That's a fact. That is a fact. One thing what I have been in sales for, goodness now, three plus four years now, and one thing every boss has told me, it says, hey, you're the professional. 
The other person is not. And I'm not knocking any person that comes in to try to buy a car when I sold cars and things like that. I'm not, when people think, oh, you're, you're, you're knocking me down. You're saying that I'm a worse person. You're saying that you're better than me. That's not what I'm saying. I do this for a living. Most people don't buy a car very often. If they buy one, they're not buying one, two, three a day. That's not how the regular person operates. Honestly, I don't know any person that buys multiple cars a day every day of the year or five days a week unless you're possibly a used car manager at a dealership or you're a GM or someone that owns a car lot where you're having to go out and buy cars at an auction or to appraise cars that are at your dealership. That is the only time that I find that. And so I do understand the owners are professional negotiators. The owners are the one that have been uh, been in strict, strong, fierce negotiations before buying a, a professional team to get the amount of money that they currently have. And the players, I don't think the players in any league understand this. They think, oh man, we're the players. We're the ones that are that are the entertainment. We're the ones people come to see. That is exactly right. That is true. If it wasn't for the players, there would be no Major League Baseball. But at the same time, these owners are stiff negotiators. And at the same time, I think the players have a false sense of reality at times. And the owners, well, they don't want to lose no money. Does that make any sense? It does at times make sense that the owners don't want to lose any money. The players are kind of strict because they because they actually understand that at times the owners care more about the money than the well-being of the players, which is a sad reality of the humans that are up there in the in ownership of these teams. But it is a real thing. Major League Baseball, I heard there was a 114-game uh, season proposal that got tabled, and that's, and that's got pushed to the, not tabled, got pushed to the side. I heard possibly 50 games now. I heard at one point it was 82 games. I honestly could not keep up because every time I looked around, Major League Baseball was in disputes. Why? Because they couldn't get right. Now, we want some sports back in America, not just because of COVID-19 with the George Floyd death and with the riots and the looting and the protesting going on. I, I honestly believe we need, we need sports bad. I don't think people really understand. The sports unify America, unify, unify a people way more than you may think. Go into your regular old locker room. Go into, go into a football locker room now. During two-a-days in the summer in my high school, that was the highest level of football that I played, the locker room did not smell the best. Why? Were people um, pooping in the locker room and were people peeing on lockers? And I'm not trying to be crude or rude or disgusting, but no, that was not why it smelled bad. But it's a, it, what is it, 60, 70, 80 guys full of sweat in the dead heat of summer and they have their pads and they have, the, they have their, pa- their pants with the pads in and they have their shoulder pads, they have their helmet. And it just smells like sweat, y'all. I mean, if you, you get tackled in the dirt... Because back then we didn't have the artificial turf that these that these young cats have getting all sophisticated and getting pampered and stuff. No, no, no. Our practice field it was started out grass in the summer, but man, by the by the by the end of two days, it was done by dirt, hard, hard, hard dirt. And so yeah, man. I mean, no, no, no. But it wasn't like it was tough. It was it was hard at times. It wasn't it wasn't uh, it wasn't fun hitting hitting that hard dirt. But man, a football locker room that brings boys together more than you may think. A basketball locker room it brings boys together more than you may think. A baseball locker room it brings boys together more than you may think. Guys, a locker room aspect, the locker room situation, the locker room scene it brings people together and right now in our country and I think if Major League Baseball took a step back and looked at what the landscape was and the temperature of was of our country they would say wow man these as owners 
We got to compromise as players. We got to compromise. People need sports, not just for entertainment purposes, but for the unification of a people. We need sports. Could you imagine sports? For those of you that play sports or do anything with a team, could you imagine life without that team aspect or, or learning things about other people, other cultures via a locker room? Could you imagine that in your life and think about how in the world it would be for you as an individual, how you would be today without that in your life, either as a young person, as a, as a high school teenager, in college, or even professionally, if you play professionally. Could you imagine life without that? Could you imagine life learning about other cultures without that? Could you imagine life without those people, without those friendships that you that you that you started, that you cultivated, and that that are good friendships with you and for you right now in your life? Could you imagine that without a locker room? And I think right now the locker room is not just one thing, but it's just people coming together to root for one thing. I don't soccer time. Yeah, during soccer, World Cup soccer, we root for our country. But if you look around where you are, no matter if it's a restaurant, a bar, if you're having a party at home, or if you're watching it solo, or if you go to a gym, do you, you know what? Do you know what we realize, guys? People come together to unite around sports. They may not know each other at all. They have never seen each other. But what we currently see is people coming together to root about sports. And honestly, right now, what I honestly believe is that we need more of that. We need sports to come back. And I think Major League Baseball, this is a perfect opportunity for you guys to come back before the NBA. We all know NFL doesn't start till September. College football doesn't start till late August, September. We all get that, right? As of right now, as I've heard, that's not going to change. They're going to start on time. But NHL may come back. But baseball, this would be a great time to just say, hey, man, we are wrong. We, we, we have the issues here. We couldn't come to a compromise once we realize the temperature of our country and the importance of sports in our society, we're going to fix everything and come together and just let down our guard to bring baseball back. Because, guys, right now, we need sports really, really bad. It's the unification of a people. But also, it could show people that maybe are recent racist. Now, you can look out there and say, hey, man, there's a cat from the Dominican Republic. He good. He's a really good person. And that person that's racist could say, oh, that black person or some say that African-American person. Yeah, they're good at baseball, too. Hey, um, I thought all of them were dogs. I thought all of them were rude and crude and mean people. And see that it with the smiles that are on the television screen. Hey, man, my idea of how I view black people was how was based off of things that I was told, not based off things that are fact. And sports can show the facts of how people are and the content of people's character and just say, hey, man, we were wrong. We got to bring sports back. And ultimately, we can start slowly because it will take a long time, in my opinion, but slowly to break the curve of racism and break the mold of these players, owners and Major League Baseball players always feuding over money. Yes, money. And no one likes negotiations about money amongst billionaires and millionaires, but also no one likes that Kobe Bryant is no longer with us. Unfortunately, this is not going to be a sappy ending tear jerking ending to this episode. No, but just more Mamba mentality. Have you ever thought about utilizing Mamba mentality to end racism? Have you ever thought about utilizing the idea and the ideology and the thought process of Kobe Bryant that he took into every single day, into everything that he did to end racism? Well, your answer, your, your answer may be no, and that's understandable. But Rob Palenka told this story, and I saw this on Instagram recently. I had already heard this story, but when I saw it again, I'm like, wow, 
we could apply this mentality, a Mamba mentality, to us in ending racism. And this may be what's needed to end racism the quickest way. I have been thinking about ways in my head to end racism. How is it that we're going to do it? Uh, go ahead and teach our kids or just be yourself for those of you that aren't racist. But guys, this this is it. I'm telling you, this is it. Mamba mentality. Kobe left us with some great life lessons, and this is one of them. Here's a story that Rob Palenka, his former agent, told us about Kobe Bryant in one phone call that came early in the morning. The story goes like this. It was about 3.30 a.m. I lay in bed, slowly fading away, when I hear my cell ring. It was Kobe. I nervously pick up. Hey, uh, Rob. I hope I'm not disturbing you anything, right? Uh, no. What's up, Kobe? Just wondering if you could just help me out with some conditioning work. That's all. I checked my clock. 4.15 a.m. Yeah, sure. I'll see you in the facility in a little bit. It took me about 20 minutes to get my gear and out of the hotel. When I arrived and opened the room to the main practice floor, I saw Kobe alone. He was drenched in sweat as if he had just taken a swim. It wasn't even 5 a n kobe bryant left us with numerous life lessons we heard about the girl dad stories we heard about his his love for vanessa about his love for his girls we heard about how he took mamba mentality to every venture in his career that he had after he played basketball we heard about the mamba academy how he was helping he was coaching young girls with the game that not only he loved but they loved as well. And he loved every girl the same. Now, they didn't all have the same type of interest, but it didn't matter with Kobe. He loved them all the same. And Kobe Bryant, this mama mentality that's given all whatever it takes, working harder than the person next to you to do what's needed to fulfill the task at hand, we can take that into what is going on here in our country. Like I said at the, at the, off the top on the jump at the beginning of the show, it's beautiful to see so many people protesting this injustice it's beautiful to see so many people that have brought a reaction to the wrongdoing of so many people here in our country a reaction is one thing but has change taken place no i am not saying that someone's heart has not been changed but one is great but we need two we need five we need ten we need eight we need thousands. We need millions until this ideology, this thought process is no longer in our country and utilizing Mamba mentality, doing everything we can, going above and beyond what is asked of us to end this wrong, going to end this, this uh, infraction in so many people's lives. Yeah, Mamba mentality. Kobe's no longer here, but he left us with so many great life lessons. We joke about it. We say it. Mamba mentality. Mamba mentality. But now, now, now is the time to bring Mamba mentality into what's going on right now in our country to end racism. Thank you for listening to the episode of the Jay Stevens Podcast. As always, you can follow me on Twitter at jstevens07. If you're not on Twitter and you would love to connect with the podcast, send your emails to jstevenspod at gmail.com remember to always subscribe rate and review it's a great way for people that search for new podcasts to listen to to come across this one the merch to always get the word out of the podcast via word of mouth the things that we enjoy in life we are more willing and somewhat wired to tell other people about so no matter if this was your first episode or if you have been listening since episode number one be sure to let people know about the podcast this this has been episode nine nine of the jcms podcast i'll see you next time
What up, TJ? You good? Nah, man, I can't find a good sports podcast to listen to. I need something that covers a little bit of everything, you know what I'm saying? For real? You need to check out the MTMV Sports Podcast, bro. They cover everything from the NFL, Major League Baseball, NBA, Mitch Martial Arts, to NCAA football. That sounds like exactly what I need, bro. Where is it at? Is it on iTunes? Yep. MTMV Sports is on iTunes for Apple users, Podcast Republic for Android, Spotify, and the Anchor app. So you have 24-7 access to listen to all the episodes when you need your sports fix. Cool. I'm going to check it out on the drive home. Yeah, and check out that car wash up the street, too. Uh, you got jokes. <laughs> I'll let you later, man. Y'all already know who it is. It's your boy Loso, man. And y'all listen to the number one sports podcast out, MTMV Sports. Y'all see it.